Hi, Andrew. Hey, Jen. How are you today? I'm good. How are you this beautiful early December morning? I am fantastic as always. I'm always excited to record another episode of No Expectations, the podcast. Yeah. We've so, been doing this for almost a year. I know. It's, um, it's scary to think. <laughs> we did it. Are doing it. Are doing it, yes. Um, so again, for those of you who are listening at home or in your car or wherever you might be finding us, we are separated by a few uh, states again. We are not sitting in a coffee shop um, face-to-face, so we have technology that's bringing us together, and thank you for that. Absolutely. Yeah, so um, what is on your mind this time of year, Jen? Because I've got things on my mind. Um, Well, trying to keep uh, knowledge of what day it is. is (laughs) Like today's Wednesday, it's not Thursday. Um, It's just a month long not knowing exactly what is going on in my world it's just it's chaos it's just pure chaos to the end of the year uh, yeah i think the the holidays tend to do that right they just come kind of in this time warp yeah from thanksgiving until the end of the year. yeah <clears throat> yeah but you've got a lot of we've all got a lot of balls and we're trying to manage that and trying to get through the next month or so until we get into the new year and then we start yeah. again <laughs> beginning again always so um how are you balancing that just out of curiosity uh that's a really really good question um <laughs> i just approach every day at, you know kind of the theme of our podcast here with no expectations like um i keep a very solid calendar you can I don't know if you can see but I've got a big calendar behind me um, I've got another one on the wall over there and I have a manual planner in front of me um that's wow. ADHD pro tip <laughs> I have to constantly be on top of my my schedule um you know with three kids and a husband and all the work parties coming up and school parties and kids are out of school and keeping everyone entertained and fun and visits with Santa and you know things like that. It's just a lot. And I do my best work under this kind of pressure as long as I can stay organized. So the big difference I continue to notice every year on the spiritual journey and how it applies to what we talk about here is um, my ability to approach it with a calmness and a clarity without being overwhelmed. Yeah, and I think it's, um, I was talking to, I've talked to a number of people lately about, um, you know, like kind of what we, we jokingly refer to in my household as the um, fun quotient <laughs> and, and realizing like um, that we want to kind of enjoy ourselves, but we don't want to create too much stimulation where it's anxiety and we don't want to be like, you know, too un- unengaged where we're bored. We want to continue to kind of be in the flow of just like enough is enough, enjoying all of that and being present in that moment. Um, I was kind of relating it in the fact more of like training or, or, or working out with, uh, with someone recently and the idea that, you know, you, you 
<clears throat> kind of think about it as a farmer does when they go to do their job every day. It's like they don't count the bales of hay that they move. And the idea of like, I'm going to move 100 bales today and I'm going to move 120 tomorrow. They just go through the motions. They move the bales until they're done moving the bales. Yeah. And, and, and they don't move more than they need to and they don't move less than they need to. They move just the right amount so that they can pick up and do it again tomorrow without fatigue you know, without burnout, but to continue to go through it. So like being present in that moment, being aware of that stuff before it like burns you out, which is, I think a lot of people in the holiday season find burnout like real quick, right? Because you've got, you're overstimulated. And like by the time you've gone through all the parties and you've done all the social things and you've been to the mall and done all the shopping and all that stuff, you're like, what am I doing all this for, Right. Yeah. And you've been, you're, you've been through anxiety zone. Um, so it is important to, at the end of the day, like, what's it all for though? Mm, like, yeah. What are you doing? You're running your, yourself ragged for, for what purpose? Um, is it to, to make yourself happy or to make others around you or to create the experience or what's it or in the process of doing all that? Are we losing the opportunity to be, be in the moment and kind of, soak up that special time of year that we get to spend with our families. Um, and that's, I think, what we want to kind of focus on and not all the other external stuff. Yeah. I think what I've realized is how this capitalist society that we live in, the, the pressure to have excessive amounts of stuff and things and going places and food and drink, and we're just constantly filling our physical bodies and our mental bodies and our spiritual bodies with more that we're not really getting any good quality things. I, I think in a lot of ways we are um, just spending money and our time and quantity and not really quality. Yeah. And I mean, for, for what purpose? Yeah. What's the, What's the purpose of all of that? Yeah. Um, I think it's because uh, do we need to fill ourselves with all of that stuff in our life to be happy? I mean, <clears throat> one of my um, favorite quotes from Peshimaru, the Zen master, is whoever is not satisfied will always feel poor, even if he's rich. So if we're always chasing to have all the stuff under the Christmas tree or show up at all the parties and have all the fun like you know are we really missing the point are we missing the opportunity to like spend that time with somebody like we talked about last week that 1440 you know 1440 minutes a day how do we use those things you know and now's the time where we, we get a lot of us are fortunate enough to spend time with our loved ones do we take the time to say, hey, I really appreciate you. I'm glad you're in my life. You know, is that can just saying those words, is that more valuable than here's a gift I bought you? I don't know. I mean, for me, yes, because yeah. I was always a hard gift giver. Not quite honest with you. You're, you say you're not a good gift giver. I was a horrible gift giver. As a I kid. am so bad at it. I, I. I, I like, and you know, have you heard of the, the five love languages mm -hmm. concept that, you know, everyone has a way that they give and receive gifts. Um, 
or giving of gifts is not my love language or yeah yeah i well, think time time and is just very valuable right and i think using that time and then saying the important things to people who are in your life while you have the opportunity to say them is a great gift so time is a great gift being having the opportunity to be around people that you care about or they care about you is a great gift in itself. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's important to kind of continue that journey with the people that we spend time with and say, hey, look, I'd love to buy you something this year, but really what I want to do is I want to spend time with you, you know, um, and, and, and say the things that need to be said yeah. while you have that time together because that's more precious than anything that I could buy. Oh my gosh, it totally takes the weight off too of like if you think about I, I can spend time with you. I can I, I want to spend time with you and talk to you and have like real deep conversations or not, whatever it is you want to talk about. But the the time and the money, I don't know. Some people love buying gifts. I just I you mentioned the mall earlier and I think it triggered me. So <laughs> That's it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I um, you know, that, that that says everything right there, though. If we think about the ball and then like, oh, God, how dare you? You know, that that should not be what the holidays are about, because that's yeah. what I talked about. That's that anxiety level. Like, we just bumped up against it. And you walked in the mall. Yeah. Just the idea, just the concept that you may have to go to the mall at some point. Like, you know, we've, we've entered anxiety zone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. And so I like the instead of you know buying all these things and having physical packages to put under a tree, having more quality visits with friends or conversations like over the you know virtual like we're doing here. That I don't I think that's just so important and so overlooked and undervalued. I think, so, you know, something that I've been doing a lot lately or finding myself doing a lot lately is, um, is and really leaning into it is when I think of someone, whoever it is, uh, how frequently or infrequently have I spoken to them over the course of my life? Um, I've decided when I think when the thought of them comes to my mind is to reach out to them mm -hmm. in whatever medium that's best you know it's via facebook or instagram or text or however that is for no reason and just being like just checking in thought of you just checking in making sure you're okay and i think that's really important this time of year as well because there are a lot of people who are alone yeah who are thinking about the past this this thing that you and i like kind of take for granted and like the spiritual community talks about so freely like be present be in the moment it's difficult when you're, you know, maybe in a bad place and you're thinking your life was better in the past or you've lost someone or the tradition is no longer there in your life and you're alone. I think it's important like, to be in contact with those people and say, hey, I'm here. We're here. We're good. You know, and I think that's a practice that I want to try to continually work on in my own life like okay i thought about somebody and like the other day i, I called somebody to come down here in new orleans they're originally from louisiana and i hadn't talked to him in a decade and i 
looked around. I the number I had for him wasn't right, but I found him and I called him and just kind of caught up. And he's like, where have you been? And I'm like, well, you know, I've been right here, but life is in the way. And there's no, that's not an excuse. That's just like, I hadn't made the point and I hadn't made the time to reach out. So working on that, that's a great gift for somebody. Maybe you know, just somebody needs to hear a voice today. Mm-hmm. Just needs to hear your voice and just be like, maybe that's the gift they need. You know? <clears throat> I love that. I, as you're talking, I'm thinking of several people in my life that, you know, it's in the mom's world. It, most people were all busy, but for moms, at some point in our lives, it was easy to make play dates because our kids were immobile. <laughs> we were, they didn't have social lives other than what we gave them. And then they grow up and they're busy and they're you know, playing the sports and having the lessons and practices and whatever they're doing in life. And it's so hard to stay connected to these friendships that you've had for a long time. And I, I know in, in my circle of women, we're always having conversations about we should have, we should have a mom's night. We should get together. And then it just kind of fizzles out. And I know that is a very consistent uh, conversation that happens in moms and women's groups all around. We're just so busy. It's so hard to make time when we are the, <laughs> the one who handles everyone else's time. So it's. Um, well, that's why it's, it's, it's quite uh, ironic that you say that we're disconnected in a, in a, in a world where connectivity is so simple, you know, it's like, it is so simple to pick up the phone or or we have a myriad of choices to communicate with each other. And, you know, um, we use the, the idea that like I'm busy and, and, you know, it's sometimes we, we don't reach out to somebody because, Oh, we think, Oh, I don't want to like step on a toe. Maybe I left the situation poorly yada, 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 you know, there may be like some drama or something going on there. But I think it goes to the conversation we had on the last episode where it was like every interaction you have with somebody, leave them with that attitude of gratitude that you're the last time you're going to see them. Yeah. Is, you know, and, and be like, hey, I love you or you're a great person or whatever. That's something that over the last week that I've been really pushing on too. like every interaction I have with somebody. I'm at the coffee shop. I'm like... I walked up, got my coffee from the barista, and I was like, hey, man, I really appreciate you. Thank you. And they were like, wait, what? You know, they were blown away by that. Like, so when you get into those ideas, like, oh, I need to reach out to so-and-so I haven't talked to in a long time, like, get past that history and just say, I don't need anything. Because I think a lot of times we're conditioned to that idea that, oh, I haven't heard from somebody. And when they pop up in my life, they want something. Mm-hmm. Or they owe me an apology or I owe them an apology or things ended weird and we can't go anywhere without addressing it. You don't have to, you know, the thing is that you don't have to, I'm not, I'm not saying what I'm saying is I'm not saying you need to solve your problem. What I'm saying is like, it no. comes to you reach out and be like, Hey, just thinking of you, that's it. Yeah. Not like, Hey, if you broke up with your ex, like let's not get back together. You know, just like, <laughs> Just saying, just checking on you. Just yeah, mental health to check in. You remember that one time at Thanksgiving, you guys fed me steak when you knew I was a vegetarian and there's no turkey? That, that's, I was thinking about that. That's all I want to say. 
<laughs> I just, I, you remember? I remember. Yeah, I remember distinctly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I've um, started in that same con uh, sense. Um, for the longest time, I, did, I do my best thinking early in the morning. It's when my brain just is turned on. And I, all the people that I need to reach out to, my task list, my things I need to do happen early in the morning, like in that five to seven o'clock a.m. block. And I've just started reaching out to the people it, that can't wait. You know, with very, I'm sorry it's early. I'm just thinking of you. Can we schedule that coffee date? And, you know, the, things like that, like, under, and I haven't, no one's responded to me saying, please don't reach out to me this early in the morning. And likewise, if they were to reach out to me after 9 p.m., <laughs> you know, I, I think I would have the same kind of respect, but I think we have that, now is not a good time to right. reach out to people. Yeah, so I think it's important to, you know, to kind of instill that. And, and I think we, we always, the thing we always say on, on, these, on this podcast is start small. You know, like, if you haven't, if you're still thinking about somebody in your life that you haven't talked to in a long time that really kind of did you wrong, that's probably not the place to start. Yeah, for sure. You know? <laughs> maybe, Honor your boundaries. <laughs> yeah. You know, be like, just connect to the, the simplest stuff. Reach out to the person that, you know, that was good to, you know, you may have had a, a close, maybe an old neighbor. You know that you, you moved away from. There was no ill will. It was just like you moved away, and life went on in different directions. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, you're just putting good out into the world in very right. simple, small ways. Um. So that's what my thought is this year. I know we kind of went off on a tangent about <laughs> taking, you know, being present in the moment, and but I think those are the gifts. Not to be funny, but that's be the present that being present <laughs> offers you. Your your present is my present. Yeah, my don't use my material. So. <laughs> but I, I think that's important. That we can, you know, we hear that a lot this time of year. It's like, oh, don't don't let it all run you down, but then we end up running ourselves down. Mm -hmm. And um, you've got to be mindful of your own energy and not just give it away all the time. Yeah. yeah. It's so hard to, like, you know, when I think about December, my calendar, you know, the parties I have to go to and the, you know, the, the opportunities that historically will put me in a situation where I'm anxious because I'm having to have small talk and I hate small talk, especially with people I see once a year. Um, you know, I'm, everyone's drinking alcohol and I don't drink alcohol and usually I have to answer the question of why I'm not drinking alcohol. Um, you know, it's just, I, there's a, this season can just be full of anxiety around those kind of situations. And for well, me, I, I think it's important just, for that though, is to create, like, to practice that before you get there. Yeah. And yeah. practice that dialogue with yourself before you get there. Like, you know, if someone asks you, oh, why are you not drinking? You know, well, I just, when I drink, I just feel, I feel like crap. Or whatever that is, you create, create that uh, call and response before you get there. So you're kind of prepared. Yeah. Talk to your partner who you're going to the parties with and kind of agree on your secret signal on, like, it's time to get out. 
Exactly. Whatever it is, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm over here rubbing my ear doing the baseball <laughs> that conversation, you know, have a conversation bef- bef- like a week before and then a couple of days before and then in the car on the way over there and being like, OK, like at such and such, I'm, I'm done. And here's when I, you know, when I pick my nose, that's your I, that's that's your cue. Like fun quotient maximized. Yeah, exactly. So those are kind of my, I go, I go and I have fun if this is something that I want to be a part of or need to be a part of. And my exit strategy is as soon as the conversations become what I call sloppy, where they're repetitive or, you know, they're just loud, which triggers my anxiety even more. I just do the old Irish exit, which is funny to use when I'm not drinking, but, you know, just I, I have an edit strategy. There's nothing to do with alcohol. It just means to leave without telling the hostess that you're leaving. It's just and time to leave. That you said that as an Irishman. That, that was for you. Uh, so, yeah. That's, that's the bad way to do it too, right? Because you don't get what you want either because you go home and you're like, oh, well, I probably should have said goodbye. Oh, you no. My, my best tip is to shoot off a message or a preemptive strike, which is, I can only stay for a short time, but I'll be glad. Well, so create scripts before you get there. Yeah. Don't let it pull you down. Uh, yeah. and anything else, like going to the mall. Like if you know, like your anxiety is going to get triggered within whatever, like yeah. maximize it 30 minutes, put a timer on, get out. Yeah. Buy and online. If it's... Huh? If it saves you a little bit of, like, even though you have, might have to spend a little bit more money, buy it online. Right. I mean, I think there is a point, too, that it's okay to have a little bit of exposure therapy. I, you cannot force me to go into a mall between now and January 1st. Well, what I'm saying is, like, you know, like, I guess we, full disclosure, before we started this conversation, we decided we were going to talk about fear. <laughs> and we have not spoken about it once so no. we'll pin that come back to do fear on another episode but i do agree i do believe that if you want to kind of overcome some fears in your life you need to put yourself in the situation and that's where i'm going to leave that i'm not saying i'm going to take you to the mall on christmas eve but that would be fun. Maybe we should do a remote from the mall, you and me, on Christmas Eve. Live streaming from Live our streaming. own. <laughs> <laughs> just put this to the test. Test Jen's metal at the mall. You know, if you give me an expensive, burnt-tasting, overpriced cup of coffee, <laughs> sure, I'll be fine. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> so is that your, is that your uh, remedy for anxiety? Yeah, so if I can have, yeah, if I can have something in my hand to like, I'm just focused on my coffee right now. I don't have to worry about everyone else. I'm afraid you throw that scolding hot coffee in someone's face. No, no. You know what? It, it is a great time to practice gratitude and kindness, though. <laughs> Between now and the end of the holidays. Right. So you know, maybe just maybe go in there with no uh, no expectations. You just show up at the mall um, without the idea that you're searching for something to buy and then just maybe walk in one end of the mall and walk out the other end 
and take at the other end of the mall, take your breath and then come back and do a lap and leave. And just that's that's maybe a way to desensitize it for you. That a walking meditation. Yeah. In a high chaotic state. I could do that. Yeah. I think that's it. Joseph Conrad, the great author who I love so much, said sometimes you just got to face it. I don't think he was talking about the mall at Christmas. But... <laughs> you know, at modern times, maybe that's exactly what he yeah. meant. <laughs> we all have our own heart of darkness, and uh, maybe that's uh, that's ours right now. <laughs> you know what? I am going to, I'm going to do that. I'm going to have a walking meditation through the mall between now and Christmas. Love it. And I want you to record it. I want to. I want to do <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So I think we're going to wrap up today's episode talking about giving yourself the space to enjoy the moment, this holiday season with your friends, family, and yourself, not run yourself into the ground in the process. Um, give yourself the opportunity to be in the moment, enjoy it, have fun with it, um, and maybe reach out to the people you haven't reached out to in quite a while and continue that um, that experience with expressing gratitude and with everyone that you, everyone you see and then, you know, depart from, whether it be the barista at the coffee shop or on a longtime friend or even that person that you see in your life every day. Mm-hmm. Don't just be like, hey, have a great day. Look, whatever. You know, take a moment and be be um, thoughtful thoughtful about that and, and say the thing that you need to say. Yeah, eye contact is key to making that genuine and not just rolling off your mouth. Right. Um, all right. I know we usually say start small, but walking into the mall to meditate around Christmas is not small to me. It is a major step. So Oh, um, we're still talking about you. All right. So here's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. just go to the <laughs> parking lot and just park <laughs> in the parking no, lot. No, you already challenged me. I'm gonna go walk no, in the mall. <laughs> There's a this is a no ego zone here. It's not about legging up. Okay. So we, we start we start small. Maybe we just drive near the mall. Well, maybe since you're such a morning person, you get up really early and go to the mall. Oh, I can join all the old ladies walking the mall. I mean, no judgment. <laughs> no expectations. <laughs> I mean, maybe they could, they, I got a feeling they could probably laugh you. I've seen you on the hiking trail. <laughs> wow. Wow. This, oh, we're making it about you now, are we? <laughs> So don't don't badmouth silver sneakers at the mall. They're doing their thing, and I'm so proud of them. I am too. I'm gonna go join them. Go get up early. Go to the mall. Do your walking meditation. See what happens. But learn to know when's enough and, and walk away. Yeah. All right, Jen. As always, it's been amazing to hang out with you. Nothing but gratitude and love. Have a fantastic day. You too, my friend. No expectations.